Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? I hope you're doing fine. We got a lot of basketball on the horizon, people. We got a whole lot of basketball on the horizon. Of course, as you know, AAU is in full go. All right, we got the WNBA. We got the NBA coming up in the next couple of weeks. Of course, the TBT is rolling. All right, I told you guys to check out the TBT. The TBT is rolling. And hey, here at All Things Basketball Podcast, we're continuing to roll and, and transcend up. All right, let's get it started. This wonderful episode, episode 124, man. Episode 124, people. Wonderful, wonderful thing. A lot of great stuff. Hey, let's get into this wonderful episode, episode 124. And the name of it, name of episode 124, excuse me, denied. The name of episode 124, people, denied. But you know what we got to do before we do that. We got to tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Don't forget me on Twitter either, baby. Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. Hit me up right there, too. All right? And remember, we are on all platforms. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and of course, we're on Podbean. You know what I'm saying? And so we're on all platforms. One other thing before we get into the episode, next week, big, big roundtable. My second roundtable since I've been on the air. I'm very excited. We're going to have a lot of interesting interesting guests in the building at All Things Basketball Podcast. Don't miss it. One hour roundtable next week's show. Please don't miss it. All Things Basketball Podcast. Well, all right. Let's get into this wonderful episode, episode 124. All right. Coming out of that Houston building, man. Not that good news. Russell Westbrook tests positive for COVID. He tested positive for COVID, man. And so now he's quarantined for 14 days. Um... The Houston Rockets, unfortunately, uh, uh, they need Russell Westbrook to hoist that trophy. Now, I told you in the podcast, my last podcast, that Houston is one of those sleepers because they're a team that could get hot, you know, and get on a roll. And that's what it's going to take in this shortened season. If you can get hot and get on a roll, hey, you could ride that joker all the way into the championship and hoist the trophy. That's what it's going to take. Teams getting hot and getting on a roll because it's a very short season. It's a very shortened season. You only got eight games, and then you go right into the playoffs. And so if you get hot, you really can roll. But back to Russell Westbrook, the Houston Rockets are really going to need him. 
I, I wish him a speedy recovery. All right. Prayers are up. Prayers are up to Russell Westbrook. He's a phenomenal player, man. Phenomenal player. Definitely one of the top players in the league, man. And so that's news out of Houston. Russell Westbrook tests positive. And so now he's already quarantined. And, you know, he's got to be quarantined for 14 days. And then they'll put him through a slew of tests. And I hope they all come back negative so we can see the Houston Rockets at full strength. Without Russell Westbrook, they're not at full strength. All right. Let's keep it in that Houston building. All right. James Harden, the beard, has arrived to the bubble. Okay. James Harden, the beard, arrived to the bubble. Now, I'm going to tell you what, man. James Harden is one of the most prolific scorers in the game today, baby. Better yet, let's step it up a little bit. He's one of the most prolific scorers in the history of the NBA. And so I know the Houston Rockets are just jumping for joy that that James Harden, the beard, is in the building, man. They definitely need the beard. We just talked about them needing Russell Westbrook. Well, they need both of them. But you ain't going to do too much without the beard, James Harden. Phenomenal player, man. Phenomenal player. I'm going to tell you right now. And he could take a team, put them on his shoulders, and say, let's go. So James Harden, the beard, shows up to the bubble yesterday. And, of course, you know, the Houston Rockets are very excited. I mean, there were a lot of little different little rumors going around about James Harden. I just think he had to get some things in order before he folded up and go into the bubble. Because once you go into the bubble, you can't leave. You know, well, you can leave, but you got to come back and go through a whole slew of tests and things of that nature. But you really can't leave uh, per se. You can't stay away from the bubble. All right. And so that's the rules with the bubble. So I think James Harden, the beard, was really trying to get all of his ducks in order. You know, all of the things that he is involved with before he came to the bubble. And so that's great news for the Houston Rockets that James Harden, the beard, has arrived to the bubble. And so now, you know, you're going to really see those Houston Rockets do some things. But they definitely need Russell Westbrook back. All right. So they got a little bit of, well, a lot of great news and and some bad news over there in that rocket building. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. I want to tell you guys, man, we need more followers, man. We need more follows. We need more likes. Subscribe to the show. Again, we're on all platforms, man. Spotify, Apple, Google, Podbean. Come on, baby. Let's go. YouTube to come. Guests, interviews. We are pushing it on another level, and I need your support. Thank you very, very much. Don't forget me on Twitter, man, Coach Luke ATB. Hit me up over there too, man. Hit me up over there. That's a little bit empty because I haven't been on there. But now that I'm on there, let's get it going. Let's go, people. It's for you on Twitter. Let's do it. All right. Great move for for um, collegiate women's basketball. Kara Lawson, 
named Duke women's basketball coach. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, those of you who don't know Carol Lawson, longtime ESPN women's basketball analyst. Uh, uh, she played for the late great Pat Summit, University of Tennessee. Okay. Um, she's had uh, 13 years in the WNBA. Stellar, stellar career as a professional, as a collegiate player. And like I just said, she's been an uh, ESPN women's basketball analyst for many, many years. Okay. And late as of late, she was on Brad Stevens' uh, coaching staff with the Boston Celtics before she landed this job at Duke University. Great move for women's basketball. Great move for Kara Lawson. Congratulations to her. She's going to do a very, very good job. It's a big move for women in the sport world because, you know, it's a major university. And, of course, you know, when a woman grabs a job like that, it's just it's phenomenal. It moves uh, uh, women further along because they can do the job that men do. They can do the job that men do. I'm a firm believer of that. All right? I'm a firm believer of that. I don't know who, who doesn't believe in that, but I believe that women can do just as much or maybe more than men can do in some instances. So, you know, it's an equal playing field for me. If you can do the job, hey, listen, man, woman, hey, if you can do the job, you deserve the job. And so guess what? Excellent, excellent move, Duke University. Congratulations to Kara Lawson for the head coaching job of Duke women's basketball. Great, great situation, man. All right. The title of the show, man. We're here, baby. The title of the show, Denied. Well, a couple of days ago, Elena Deladon put in a medical request. Elena Deladon, phenomenal player, MVP of the WNBA, championship uh, 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 championship player with the Washington Mystic, the champions of the WNBA. Elena Deladon suffers from Lyme disease. She suffered from Lyme disease for the last 10 to 12 years. Um, she put in her papers for a medical leave with the WNBA, and it came back denied. Wow. Wow, that's something else. But, uh, you know, you know, we, we know that Elena Deladon was very thorough in her request. She sent her blood work, her history, uh, her first knowledge of her immune system, with Lyme disease being compromised, et cetera, et cetera. And then the WNBA came back with a denial. I think one of the things that really, really, uh, you know, kind of shakes a few people up is that the WNBA in conjunction with the Washington Mystic kind of beat around the bush where Elena Deladon was very, very thorough in her, uh, her, her um, request her request for a medical leave. And then the WNBA came back and they denied her, but at the same time, they really didn't give a, a valid uh, um, reasoning to it. All right. And so now everybody has a lot of thoughts about going arbitrarily with this. Now, I don't know if Elena Deladon will go to arbitration with this, but I, I know looking at her interview Last night, she seemed a little puzzled. 
I know me personally, when I don't have the answers to something, I'll keep going higher and higher and higher until I get some answers. And in this case, uh, uh, Kathy um, Engelbert, our great commissioner of the WNBA, but no one's perfect, uh, is the higher up. She had to sign off on this. And so, I mean, there might be a conversation with Elena Deladon and Kathy Engelbert in the next couple of days. Or Elena Deladon might accept the denial. I know she loves the game of basketball and she'll just suck it up and play. You know, so, uh, you know, we'll keep you abreast of this situation. But hey, listen, Elena Deladon was denied medical leave uh, as far as participating and um and going into the bubble. Now I'm not sure if she's in the bubble or not. All right. And then there's another thing that could happen with Elena Deladon. She could say, forget the money, forget it all. I'll just sit out, period. You know, that could be something that she'll do. But we'll keep you abreast here at All Things Basketball Podcast. But that's big, big news. Big big news. Championship player MVP of the WNBA, Elena Deladon, was denied her medical request by the WNBA. I'm still stunned by that, people. I, I, I really am. I'm still stunned by that. But like I said, we'll keep you abreast of everything that's going on with that situation because it's definitely, definitely a big situation. Man, listen, I told y'all, man, we got a big, big, Roundtable coming up. We're on all platforms. Again, Spotify, Apple, you know what I'm saying? Google, you know what I mean? And Podbean. We're, 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 we're on all platforms. Hit me up on Twitter, Coach Luke ATB. We're just trying to move. We're just normal progression, people. Normal progression. And again, if you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ass to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message or hit me up on Facebook, All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button and leave your information if you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ass to your company to be on the show. And again, you can also hit me up on Twitter, Coach Luke ATB on Twitter and leave your information there too. Those are the three things that you have to do if you want to have those things, have that situation on All Things Basketball Podcast. Thank you very, very much. All right. Coming out of that Laker building, man. Coming out of that Laker building, Rashawn Rondo. It will be out six to eight weeks with a fractured thumb. Now, you know the Lakers have already uh, lost Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, I'm sorry, excuse me. Avery Bradley will not be playing. He will not be playing, no injuries, but just all the civil unrest and social injustice in the country. And Avery Bradley is on the front line, man. I commend him for that. He doesn't feel that basketball is very important right now, and that's his prerogative. So they're not going to have Avery Bradley, one of their top defenders. Again, Rajon Rondo is one of their top defenders. This is a little bit of a blow to those Lakers. They're still deep, but it's a blow to the Lakers when you lose these two guys. Of course, they signed J.R. Smith. He's a great perimeter defender. So, you know, and then I, I believe Deion Waiters will have to step his game up. He's going to get some minutes that he probably didn't think he would get. But Rajon Rondo is out six to eight weeks with a fractured thumb. 
Um, and, and that's what's happening in, out of that Laker building, man. He'll be back six to eight weeks. I hope it's in time for the, for the Western Conference Finals in the championship. <laughs> because just because he's out six to eight weeks doesn't mean he'll come back actually six to eight weeks. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's therapy. All things, all type of things can happen. You know what I mean? He can come back aggravated and then he'll be out again. And so th- with this short season, any injury is kind of, kind of iffy. Any injury could be kind of iffy. With this type of season, any injury could go a long way into affecting team chemistry, uh, the actual player. How soon will the player be able to return to the court? I mean, you know, we're in a pandemic. And so, you know, how will the doctors be able to treat this injury? Everything is different right now, people. Everything is different. So, you know, you can't put a stamp on anything, even though some people will say, oh, you know, it's just a fractured thumb. Listen, man, like I said, any injury will go a long way right now. We're in a very sensitive situation where doctors and and, and, and all medical help, they're actually so busy with the pandemic. I mean, all hands on deck. So, you know, you got to be, you know, you got to look at that too. All right. And so what's going on with Rajon Rondo, he'll be out six to eight weeks. And that's what's happening with Rajon Rondo out of that Laker building. Well, guess what, people? Rajon Holmes, Sacramento Kings, broke the bubble policy. All right. He left the bubble to go get some food. He came right back, but he left the bubble, so he broke the bubble policy. Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, um, who told on this young man? I don't think it matters who, 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 who let it be known that he left the bubble. All right? I do say this. The NBA has a hotline, which, <laughs> which the players are calling the snitch line. All right? And so, you know, I, I think if each team had a liaison that would kind of, I don't know, you know, these are grown men. It's hard to watch grown men, grown men or grown women. They're going to be who they are. All right. But if you know the rules, then you have to adhere to the rules. Okay. And so uh, a lot of the players are calling it a snitch line. I, one thing I don't agree with when players talk about other players' business, all right? Even if I saw one of my teammates leave the bubble if I was there, I would talk to my teammate, but I wouldn't talk to the league per se. I would leave it up to my teammate to do the right thing. And if he didn't do the right thing, then I would be the one to talk to him. But I wouldn't go to anyone else and say, you know, hey, Joe Schmo just left the bubble, man. What y'all going to do about that? I wouldn't do that. And so I don't believe in teammates, policing teammates in this type of regard. I believe in teammates making teammates better, but I don't believe teammates should police teammates. I think someone off the court in each organization should be left to kind of handle that. 
And so that's why I'm not so much in agreement with this uh, hotline because basically it's access for players to talk about other players. If it was the league talking about players or if it was a liaison from a team talking about the player that left the bubble, that's one thing. But when you have teammates talking about other teammates and players talking about other players, I don't agree with that because, again, here, I'm a coach. And so the continuity of the team is very fragile, very fragile. And if it's not a team meeting where everybody can voice their opinion, then there shouldn't be anything. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. I'm one person, but, you know, someone asked me how I thought of what was my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. Tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Guess what? We got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. Moses Moody, man, stand up. Little Rock, Arkansas, stand up. Moses Moody from Monteverde Academy, 6'6", forward, out of Little Rock, Arkansas. And guess what? He's staying home. Arkansas Razorbacks, stand up. He's decided to stay home and play for the University of Arkansas. Moses Moody is phenomenal, man. He can do a little bit of everything. And guess what? To me, he can play point guard at 6'6". Um, you know, he stated he's never played point guard, but his ball handling ability, I really believe he could play point guard and get that done. So he could play all three positions or all four positions, actually, because he's an excellent rebounder. He's an excellent rebounder. Moses Moody in his AAU outfit, E-Y-B-L Dallas. His AAU outfit, once again, E-Y-B-L Dallas. Moses Moody, man. He'll be at the University of Arkansas. Phenomenal player. And that's our AAU profile for this show, show 124. All right. NBA Pathway Program, still in motion. Okay, yes, it's still in motion. Um, the NBA Pathway Program, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Now, my opinion on it is I don't believe um, that you need special evaluators, all right? And if you have special evaluators, or the NBA highest special evaluators for the pathway program, you definitely have to have five on five uh, 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 games, three on three games. You have to have some some competitive interaction between these young men, all right? Because if you're going to tell a young man, well, hey, you know, I watched you do your drills, your three pointers, your your up and under and your, you know, your post-up moves. And I don't feel you have what it takes to play in the NBA. I'll tell you what, guess what? Every player, and I've been coaching for many years, I've had players 
that are not good practice players. I've had players that are not good drill players. But when you throw that ball up, all right, and they get on the floor and they're playing 90 feet, they're probably the best player on my team. So to to sit back and evaluate a guy on the floor by himself, that's hard. That's very, very hard. You can't – I think it's too big of a decision if that guy is not, not – if he's out there playing and you're a special evaluator and they're playing five-on-five scrimmaging and he's not cutting it, hey, that's another story. But from what I'm hearing, the Pathway program wants to singular uh, evaluate players and then say yay or nay. That's kind of hard to do. And again, I'm telling you, I've been around the game a long time. There are a lot of guys that are not practice players. You're going to miss out on a lot of talent, NBA. All right. And then if there's a young man that really believes he can play in the NBA, then you put him out there on five on five drills. Heck, even three on three drills will be able to show what this young man can do. But I, I mean, it's a new program. And so I, I think, you know, Adam Silver is a great commissioner. I think he'll get it together. And so the pathway program, just my opinion, you'd have to have live contact to tell a young man he's ready or he's not ready. Well, people, wonderful, wonderful show. Episode 124, Denied. Hey, man, i see you guys next episode. Remember, we're on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Podbean, all right, YouTube to come. A lot of interviews getting ready to happen. And don't forget our roundtable, one-hour roundtable, all right? We're going to talk about everything, man. We're even going to put up put a little bit of that uh, uh, Jordan documentary in there, Last Dance. Everybody else had their uh, say as far as the Last Dance documentary. We're going to talk about it a little bit, not a lot, because we're going to really be getting into the upcoming season, the WNBA and the NBA. But we'll talk about that a little bit, too, at the roundtable. We're going to touch on a whole lot of things, people. And so guess what? Episode 125 is going to be a roundtable. Don't miss it. Hey, man, stay safe, people. God bless. Love you.